everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Fucked Up But Funny. Last week I started filming my first episode that was, well, obviously filmed. Um, and I've put it on TikTok. So if you're listening on Spotify, if you do listen on Spotify, you can go to my TikTok, Barb's LM, and watch the videos um, and see my awkward filming. Um, so today I want to talk about money. Not having money is like one of the biggest stresses of our 20s and I can't believe I haven't spoken about it yet because I am the spokeswoman for being poor. Not being poor, but being a broke bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, and a lot of us carry shame in struggling financially. So I just wanted to have a little chat about that. Normalize it, normalize the anxiety and shame we feel around money problems and I guess take the stigma around those conversations because it can be really awkward to talk about money um, with your family, your friends and even your romantic partner value in society you go on social media you go on instagram or facebook and you don't need someone to be posting their paycheck for you to feel insecure about how much money you're making and it has less to do about them and more about obviously how you feel about money your own relationship to money but we see it in the clothes people post and new outfits in their family holidays that literally scream i had a stable childhood which if you can tell i didn't (laughs) um and yeah you know where we live and even our jobs So yeah, I'm sure many people listening will be able to relate to the feelings of shame and anxiety that come with money problems. Now, I did put a poll up on my Instagram two days ago and surprisingly people responded. Um, So money clearly is a topic of interest for people. You know, my followers are typically 20 year olds, you know. So yeah, clearly there is an interest in money and people do want to be talking about this topic. So I put a poll up and I asked, you know, who stresses about money in those three categories and yeah. I asked, do you stress about money? And of the 30 that responded, 28 said yes. And I think it was, so that's 93% of the people said yes, they stress about money. And I think even nine of them said, look, they still have money, but they still stress about money. So obviously people who have money still find themselves fucking stressing about it. But this is not an episode for the rich versus the poor or people with money versus people who struggle with money. It is just an honest conversation about an uncomfortable topic money and the joys of it. (laughs) Yeah, today I wanted to share the things I've learned from my experience growing up as someone who didn't have a lot of money growing up to someone who now has been living out of home from 18 to 22, not having a lot of money, often finding yourself living paycheck to paycheck, going from casual to part-time jobs quite a lot. And yeah, just talk about the tips and tricks I've learned. And I guess like the lessons I've learned in trying to take away that shame and that um, insecurity away from my relationship with money and not having it. So I do want to make a disclaimer that yes, there is always someone who has it worse. And I do consider myself lucky for the, obviously where I'm like at now, I'm not homeless. I still have a roof over my head. I have food on the table. I can, you know, go to my family for money. And I'm grateful for the security my family have built from the, for themselves, like my f- sister and my brother, my older sister, my older brother, who go really well in their jobs and thrive in their careers and, you know, have built that security and stability, financial security and stability for themselves. So I'm grateful for that and for being able to support myself at 22, living out of home. That being said, growing up, it wasn't easy being the kid who was quote unquote poor, who lived in housing commission, who had a single mother who was on Centrelink. It wasn't easy going to school with the stigma that surrounds living in housing commission or having a single mum on Centrelink. People would make jokes quite frequently and talk about it as if like it was something that you could help. And, you know, 
we had a rough, you know, upbringing. It wasn't always easy and we didn't have a lot of stability um, with our childhood. So yeah, money was something that was always up and down, up and down. Um, but yeah, there was definitely a lot of stigma going to school with like black and gold brand stuff, no name brand stuff. And kids used to be so mean with that. Now, obviously, thank God, kids do not care about that stuff anymore. Our life was categorized by money. This week was mum's small check and next week, next fortnight would be mum's big check. And that was a week that was met with much, you know, greed and excitement um, and would be her bigger income week, obviously, bigger Centrelink week. Yeah, where she would splurge and she would treat us on a Friday morning before school with croissants. Um, and then those other weeks where we went to school with baked beans and, you know, a fork or spoon. So, yeah. So that, that that's growing up and, like, I guess that perspective from a childhood. But, you know, now I've also been out of home since 18 and it hasn't always been easy. I have often retreated. I have retreated in the past back home after failed attempts, you know, support myself out of home, you know, dropping out of uni, going back to live back home. But I was always adamant that I wanted to be out of home as soon as I could and, you know, support myself from very young age. I always wanted to do that as soon as I became an adult um, and support myself and pay my own bills and have that, you know, freedom that financial independence gives you and affords you. So I was always adamant that I was going to get back there even when I failed. I wanted to stay out of home and I've maintained that no matter how many times I've, you know, had up and downs, living out of home, being out of home. So yeah, I wanted to just talk about my childhood experience and then also, you know, where I am now. Some weeks I thrive, other weeks I live paycheck to paycheck, not knowing how I'm going to pay rent or, you know, eat. (laughs) So on this podcast, I do like to talk about issues that are obviously relevant to myself and to others, but also look for the light in both owning my struggles and successes. Never talk about a topic that is quite, you know, confronting or serious as such like this, and then think of it as a flaw or a weakness of mine. So not having money is not a weakness or flaw of mine. It's just part of me. So I wanted to make light of sorts of this position where we might all find ourselves in, no matter where we started as a kid, no matter where you are in life now or where you're going to end up. So here's my list of all the relatable things we stress about when it comes to money. So I guess it's like a little quiz of sort. If you know, you know, you're poor when one eating out, you download the restaurant PDF before you go out to pick the cheap option off the menu and not look like a cheapskate once you go out. So you always download the PDF before you even go out to eat. I feel like that's such a telltale sign for me. Um, Two is a huge one. I feel like people who even have more money than me, I know stress about. You feel guilty for buying stuff for yourself, but not for others. Three, the cost of necessities. Now this is really personal one but the cost of necessities like pads tampons toilet paper and even new underwear bras seem too expensive in your mind to spend money on to justify spend spending money on I always think do I really need it when really yes your undies are holes in it yes you do need it but in your mind it's like I think that's such a poor mentality like necessities you feel like even food sometimes like mm, I can make this stretch or whatever it is. Or do I really need that jumper? But yeah, it's winter. You do need it. <laughs> Things like that. Four is needing to maximize your income streams and monetize your dreams. This is like very broad, but I think it encompasses people of all different, you know, socioeconomic brackets. It seems like nothing, no passion can be done for free these days. Otherwise, it seems to lose value if it is for free. 
like your talent, if you're not making money off it, people don't see value in it. So yeah, needing to make everything profitable. I've also come up with a guide of tips and tricks for that broke bitch. Number one is let go of ego. It causes you so much more stress to hide your financial situations from your boyfriend, girlfriend, from your partners, from your friends and your family than to actually admit, look, I can't afford to go out this week or do X, Y, and Z because I just don't have the money because I'm broke, you know? Two, learn to ask for help. It's okay to need help. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means you need help. And so sometimes there's situations where you do need to pay rent. You do need to put food on the table and you can't do that on your own. It's okay to reach out to people, especially your loved ones, for help. Three, stop trying to keep up with others. To compare yourself on social media to people who might have been like in your grade in high school or your siblings or whatever, or even celebrities, influencers, their jobs, their houses, their holidays, their clothes, their fashion, what they eat, where they eat. I'm not on a fancy holiday in Europe right now. Like I'm in Penrith, <laughs> whatever. Um, four, shop savvy. Now, this is like one of my biggest things because I'm known, I guess, I, I like to shop, but I'm also known as a broke bitch. So maybe should I be shopping? No, but I do have a trick. Shop savvy. I love fashion. I love to wear new nice clothes. I get sick of clothes pretty easily. So if I am going to spend some money on clothes, it has to be on sale. It'll be very rare that it's not on sale that I buy it. Um, so I also have a rule that I say to people when my sisters or people I know come to me like with fashion. I say, if you can't see yourself wearing it again, the outfit, this is a new rule I have because I used to just buy crop tops and party dresses and things like that, that wasn't going to wear again, right? If you can't see yourself wearing it again, don't buy it. If you can't see you're wearing a top or pair of jeans with a pair of jeans at home or a top that you already have, like you can't mix and match outfits with what you're buying, don't buy it either. You don't need it. It's just a trivial item. Five, always look at the menus before you go to the restaurants. Now, I know I said earlier like that this was a tell sign that you were that broke bitch, but it's also a good thing for broke bitch guide. Look at the menu before you go to restaurants. Look at the menu. Choose what you want because it takes you from being embarrassed in the moment. Like, I need to find the cheaper thing. I need to check, find the cheaper thing. Not that there should be shame around it, but if you do feel like you do get anxiety with that when you go out to eat with people who have more money than you or whatever, you go from looking like someone who's looking for something that's cheaper to looking like you're decisive and actually know what you want to eat. And that's like a trick I have learned from going out with like, friends when I was younger and not having as much money. Now me and my best friend will be like, okay, where's the cheap stuff? Where's the cheap stuff? And you know, it's totally fine with her. Um, six, <clears throat> confront your toxic spending habits and or what your relationship to money is. I think there is a misconception that people who struggle with money, it's their fault or people who have, who are broke have money problems. You know, it's synonymous with it, with each other. But I don't think that is always true. Everyone has different paths, obviously, which lead to different opportunities. You have different upbringings that, you know, put you in different positions. At the same time, you can always better manage the money you do make or do have. And that is simply by just being more conscious and more aware of your toxic spending habits and acknowledging the role, accepting and acknowledging, and acknowledging the role you actually play yourself when it comes to your money and the money you do have. No, you can't save $20,000 this year like your friend who saves that much this has made, saved this much this year because you earn totally different amounts, right? And you have different amenities and, you know, bills and things like that that you have to pay for. But 
of, you can create achievable saving goals and habits based on what you do have. Um, and it's, it's easy. It's just cutting back on the type of spending that is toxic. So clothes shopping habits, eating out habits, always buying that coffee. I noticed the other week I was buying coffee a few days in a row when I was going out. And then the other day I bought like a coffee mug. So yesterday when I went to the shops to buy something, instead of also buying, you know, a coffee with the cake that I bought, I brought coffee with me in like a travel cup. The final lesson is don't put so much value on money. Like I know this sounds silly and like really unrealistic and nonsensical because we need money to survive. Money makes the world go around. We need money to pay our bills, to live a life that we love, enjoy food, enjoy life. But you are not worth less. And this is what I mean by don't put so much value on it. You are not worth less because you have less, because you have less money. You know, you are not broken because you are broke or struggle. Money will always come back around if you have your heart and your head in the right spot. Um, it always does. Like I've been in situations literally when I didn't know how I was going to pay rent that week because I had quit a job last minute due to personal reasons, mental health reasons. I hop around from part-time casual jobs all the time, go from job to job. I have that, don't have financial stability often in my life. And like there's been weeks where I don't know how to pay rent, don't know how to eat. I'm trying to make $16.40 last a week. I have minus $50 in my account, you know, and you have friends who are like, I'm so poor. I have this much. You're like, mm. I have minus a hundred dollars and that's not shaming your friends. Again, it's not rich versus poor, but you know, you know, people who know that struggle, know that struggle and know what it can be like, but money will always come back around if your head and heart is in the right place. So as much as it is important to be savvy with your money and things like that, and be aware, consciously aware of like number six, be consciously aware of your toxic spending habits or your relationship to money. Also don't put so much pressure on the value it has for your value. It's not your value. You're not worth less because you have less. So yeah, don't be afraid to tell people you need help. Don't think it means that you're, you're less than, your value's less than. Because everything will work out. I trust that. Sometimes I trust that. <laughs> and this is coming from someone who has to find a new house and a new job very quickly right now. Currently unemployed and soon to be homeless. <laughs> but yeah, everything will work out. And with this sentiment, enjoy your life. Travel if you can. At the moment, I can't. I will. And when I do, I will enjoy it and try and not be so growing up poor mindset you know of and struggling mindset of like you can't enjoy this you can't spend money on yourself you can't enjoy your life um but life is meant to be spent you know they say don't spend all your money but life is meant to be spent at the end of your life you're not going to be holding on to these pennies you're going to wish you had more adventures so hold on to that have that healthy balance and that healthy relationship with money because life is meant to be spent and to be lived now that is all from today's potty guys i honestly was worried that i wouldn't have a lot to talk about even though this topic has clearly been part of my life since I was a kid right under my nose um and I do think it'll hit home for a lot of people no matter if you struggle with money or not perhaps it will be something so relatable it makes you laugh especially the quiz like how you know you're poor maybe we'll be like shit I do that as well um maybe it'll make you feel less broken or perhaps give you better insight into how the other half live or how other people live and struggle and honestly make money conversations something less awkward in our families, friendships, and relationships. Thank you all for listening, and I will have another episode next Wednesday. Remember to follow my Instagram, at Barb's McFadden, and also TikTok is Barb's LM. And yes, yeah, Spotify fucked up by funny. Thank you.